0: Holy Puck, your number one source of fucking news, views and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on spark plugs.
1: You're a piece of shit.
0: Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes are out. Good vibes are out.
1: Holy Puck. Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. Are so cut. aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden's fudgy.
0: It was such a
1: one-sided fight. It was brutal. That's top-notch comedy. If You don't appreciate that. You can fuck off.
0: Hello, people. Hello, internet. My name is John, and this is Cameron. Welcome to Holy Puck, episode 26. Hello. Who is this fine gentleman accosting your calf, Cameron?
1: That's my good friend, Jake.
0: Hi, Jake. Hello. (laughs) So, for those of you playing along at home that aren't aware, Cameron lost a bet, and that bet was... To get a Phil Kessel tatty. And that's right, Big Phil. We're getting that tatty right now. I swear on to, the internet.
1: I swear to God, if he doesn't at least reply to a message, I'm going to be devastated.
0: <laughs> he's he's definitely not replying, but that's totally cool. Maybe but, his
1: manager will reply and send me a cease and desist. You're ruining Phil's brand.
0: <laughs> I th- that's probably more of more of More accurate, more likely. Yep. Anyway, so we're here. We're, you know, we're getting a Phil Kessel tatty, which is looking excellent, by the way. Um, let's talk a little bit. About what's been happening in the hockey world because we've got nothing else better to do.
1: What are we going to do first? Free agency.
0: Of course. Well, so apologies for those of you who are watching. We're going to flicking be flicking our bean slash back and forth to the phone every so often to just get a look at what we've what's been happening over the last few weeks in terms of well, I can you know, tell you what general happened today. hockey banter, all I- the all the trades, um, some things happened in Arizona. Michael Ladder got traded. Like, there's lots of stuff that's been going on that's super important.
1: What? Well, not Michael Ladder getting traded. Wrong. And let me tell you why later in the show. No, but good things out of Arizona, though. (laughs) Shane Doan signed for one more year with the Yotes today.
0: He did, and making him a one-team player, and thus fulfilling the prophecy.
1: That'll be 21 years with the same team.
0: I know. I'm glad. I'm I'm very glad.
1: I'm happy for him. And how old is he going to be, 39?
0: I was going to say 200, but that's probably more accurate.
1: So at 39, he's still playing professional hockey when everyone in this room right now hurts when they get out of bed.
0: Yeah, well, my knee still kind of hurts when it gets cold. So, you know how it is.
1: So, Shane Dunn's older than all of us and in way better shape. He is.
0: So, how's it feeling, Cam? Give us a play-by-play so far of Jake's excellent work.
1: Jake's a gentle guy. He's got soft hands. He he'd, actu- he'd probably make a really good defenseman, actually.
0: I think so, too. Well, Jake, turns out, is an LA Kings fan. And, sorry, but... We're going to talk a little bit about the Kings later on, which is great. Jake can chime in and tell us a little bit about what he thinks about Dusty Brown's shit haircut and the rest of it. So there's going to be lots going on. Hopefully
1: it's realistic banter because I don't see them winning a cup for another 10 years.
0: Uh, yes, that's that's going to be a big problem. But we can also talk about Big Drew and how he refuses to do chin-ups. Yeah. There's lots of stuff we can talk about. Lots
1: of stuff. Do you know what I mean? we should kick off with, though? Eh? I want to get hard into the last of the trades and the free agent moves.
0: Oh, well, I for one... I'm very, very excited about that. So.
1: You know how we're going to tackle it? I've taken the liberty of writing up who I feel is one free agency thus far. Really? How do you feel talking about that? I would love to talk about
0: that. Tell me more. Sorry, I'm just playing with the levels on the iPhone slash laptop. So please don't be offended. Oh, yeah, at home. All
1: right. Well, for for my mind, there's five clear winners thus far. Would you like to know who they are?
0: Tell me more, Cameron. Who Uh, are they?
1: The Carolina Hurricanes. Ah,
0: yes. Who have actually done incredibly well despite being rubbish the last few years.
1: Well, from the top, right? So, luring Lee Stepniak away from the bees, I think was a real coup. Uh, he's not a sexy name, but he's reliable, uh, he's underrated, and he can put up 40 points in the right situation. Obviously, they picked up Tara Vynan and Bickle, which was another death move from uh, Ron Francis. Well done.
0: I've talked about this a lot. I think Tara Vynan's a legend, and I think Brian Bickle is going to give them that extra punch, aka actually, actually dudes. punching dudes. I think they need that. And obviously letting um, What's-His-Name go to the Caps the other day, was it a sure sign that they backed Brian Bickle to punch dudes for the next year or so? Well,
1: they stitched up Victor Rice today again as well maybe. for another, another I think, five or six years maybe? No, it was six. Six years? Yeah. So their young core, especially down the middle, is intact. So I think the Canes are actually looking really good. Um, what a lot of dudes overlooked. They were sneaky competitive last year as well.
0: They almost made the playoffs. Yeah. I know, I had Ben sitting next to me the whole time going. If this team loses, and then this team lose by three, we can potentially maybe make the playoffs.
1: Well, there's two things in Carolina, right? They've improved quite a bit. Oh, I
0: thought we were going to say barbecue, but stick on.
1: Well, that too. And there's a number of teams in their division that haven't improved at all. I think those two things together, we'll be seeing them in the playoffs next year.
0: Oh, well, that's great news, Cameron.
1: Would you like to hear team number two?
0: Oh, uh, I, I, I've got some time. They
1: Cameron. live in upstate New York. Do you know who it is?
0: Oh, is this where you go if your last name's Kane and you want to get in trouble with the law? Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, well,
1: before we dissect the Sabers, uh, <laughs> I read today that you know how they're actively shopping Evander Kane.
0: I'm aware of that. Yes. Oh the well, they, ha- they kind of have to, right? The fly- <laughs>
1: the Flyers are interested. Yeah.
0: That works for me. Well, that works for me. I mean, they. I'll in- see where you're going with it.
1: They initially discussed a trade oh, for. That's um, sick, by the way. You're killing it. They initially discussed the trade for Evander Catty Kane. Caddy update. La- Looks
0: fucking sick, by the way.
1: Sick. Last time Winnipeg <laughs> tried to... When Winnipeg first tried to move him. Oh, yeah. When no one was interested. Well, what they offered was Braden Shen. Ah. And they couldn't get the deal done. So, Braden Shen's had a good year. That won't be happening now, but... No.
0: But, well, th- see, he actually was surprisingly good all year.
1: Well, look. Buffalo won another D-man. Philly have a surplus of them in their system. I reckon you could see a young defensive prospect and a one-for-one for Kane. How does that float your boat?
0: It floats my boat. I, I I will disagree with you where I th- I feel that there's going to be more trade picks involved because you take if you're if you're another team and you're looking yeah, that's at fair. Vander Kane, that's fair. You're taking a risk no matter what because it could be AKA what's happened every team he's been to. Flashes well, of brilliance, general shitness.
1: I kind of feel like the Flyers aren't going to tolerate that shitness as much, so I think Ron Hextall's is likely to punch him out. Himself, if I he carries I think Claude
0: Giroux on? could probably choke him out.
1: Nah, Wayne Simmons. He'll get it done.
0: <laughs> Wayne Simmons does not fuck around. You are correct. But
1: back onto Buffalo, though. So, look, they addressed their need for a top-line winger right off the they bat. Did. I feel they've paid overs for Ocposo. Seven years at six mil a year.
0: They I had to pay overs for him, though, because look at all the other teams that would have been potentially fielding offers. I get it. I totally they had get to. it. They needed, to, they needed to, to lock him in very quickly. And... They locked him in.
1: I get it, just and like
0: I, your haircut, by the way. Locked you. in.
1: I get it, and I don't have a problem with the money. I got a problem with the term. I think seven years for a power forward's pretty risky because his body's well, going to start to break down, and he's not young.
0: That's we've you've seen this year on year now. Like what was it? Two years ago, when the Caps picked up their pair of defensemen, they pushed the market up. This year, it's power forwards. Where yeah. The market has gone. Everyone has pushed towards the power forward. Like, oh shit, we got to pick one up.
1: It's kind of weird that teams talk about skill and speed and it seems like everyone's made a play for that big bruising, <laughs> you know, power forward. <laughs> yeah. dis- well, we're
0: it's- talking about the guy who's standing right in front of the goalie for those of you playing at home.
1: It's interesting though, because the NFL, the last couple of years, the move's been towards like it's been an aerial game and yah, yeah, yah. And this year, a lot of team movements look like, um, and Chris Wessling said this, that they want to make that return to smash mouth football, like be heavy lumbering running backs. So yeah kind of seems like it's the same approach.
0: Yeah, like, you know, we're going to see the the guy standing in front, punching some dudes, maybe getting a little bit of physical, maybe maybe inciting some injuries. I think it's all good, Cam. I
1: don't like that. But look, the dealer, <laughs> the dealer flew under the radar um, for a lot of people. is Dmitry Kulikov, who they got from the Panthers.
0: Yes, for nothing, by the way.
1: No, well, they traded up Mark Pisik for him. But, I mean, Kulikov's only 25, but he's been in the league for six or seven years, so he's already a veteran. So... Again, look, the Sabres showed a little last season, even with some injuries and missing a lot of pieces. Given how hard they've um, they've retooled some of their key positions, again, given how weak some parts of their division are looking, they could be a playoff team.
0: They could be. I'm oh, sorry, I'm just going to drop out for a quick Instagram flash, if you wouldn't mind, Cameron. Okay. But uh, tell me a little about the Panthers, Cameron. All right. Well, how, this... how have they gone in their off-season moves?
1: This is my clear-cut favourite. I love what they've done. Um, re-upping Ekblad long-term solidifies their core for years to come, and they're going to pair him with Keith Yandel. So that power play and their puck movement is just ridiculous. Um, Mark Pissick's a good piece. He's a sturdy defender. Uh, and they managed to wrangle Jason Demir away as well for five years. So I like that they locked down Ekblad because y- like, the spacing in space oh, huge.
0: theme runs deep here. Getting
1: Keith Jandel's also great. The Yandel-Ekblad-Demir's moves, like oh. they're, they're, their blue line looks incredible. Um, there's a bit of a TBC on this one for me. They signed Vincent Trocek long term, five years, which I back because he had a breakout year and they've done the same for Riley Smith. However, both of them have just had that one good year. You've got to be concerned about giving dudes term after one good year. Well, like if, if it doesn't work
0: out, you're kind of stuck. This is a frequent Bruins mistake. Well, yeah, it's a very <laughs> so, Bruins mistake. <laughs> so, I mean, it runs deep in the East Coast. We know that, but you know.
1: Pretty good. The interesting wrinkle for me is um, because Trocheck's just blown up. He'll go to that second line center slot. Um, I think it makes Nick Boogstad uh, trade Boogstad. Yeah, uh, Boogstad trade bait. So yeah, he, he's like a big, sturdy American-born player. There's going to be a lot of teams in the market for him. Yes. Um, if he's been supplanted by Trocheck, I think he'll get moved eventually.
0: Stop the presses. We spoke about the big rhymes dog for. So many weeks on uh, the
1: podcast. Do you, mean, do you mean Optimus Rhyme? I do.
0: So we were talking, is he going to stay in San Jose? Actually, you should test the market. It's going to be great. Turns out it's been great. So he Five picked years, up 17 mil. Excellent. That's a great payday. Now, as a friend of the podcast, James Rhymer, we back you hard, 100%. Yep. Good on you. So they're obviously looking at Luongo. Fading away slowly and gracefully, with Reimer taking the reins towards the end of the towards the end.
1: Well, it's two pronged as well, right? Because here's so what it you, works out pretty good, right? Well, here's what you get: like not only do you have a potential backup for Longo if he gets injured or as he's aging, but what you've now got is the ability to wrestle Longo for thirty games a year and keep him fresh to the playoffs, which they didn't have last season. So for me, that's uh, smiles all around in the tax free state of Florida.
0: Yeah, I mean it's all good, and you know what? Whilst they do have a couple of aging legends, they've got a couple of they've got a very very good, good. What what, what's the word I'm looking for? Bank of young dudes who are really fresh and young virile.
1: The young core looks amazing. Like of course, any anything short of a Stanley Cup Finals appearance next year will be a disappointment for them. Exactly, totally unfair. However, the X factor for them is that they're going to have to play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Cup Final to get there in the uh, Eastern Conference Final to get there, because all hail Stevie Eiserman.
0: I agree. Why is that, John? Oh, because he is the...
1: He's Yoda. He
0: is the GM of GMs. He's Yoda. He is the man of the hour. He is the one true God, according to running a team and psyching out young, miserable players because he's been there before. He's seen it in the late 90s. He knows how to play these superstar players, and he knows how to win.
1: Well, what's he done? So he showed, first off the bat, Jonathan Drouin, he showed him that the Bolts are... He wants to stay with the Bolton. has rescinded his, tra- his trade request. Yep. So win one there. He signed Big Victor Hedman for eight years, $63 million, which means his lead defenseman stitched up to 2024, and he's left some money on the table to bolster out the rest of the sure team. Sure
0: has. It all looks
1: good, to be honest. What, the Taddy or Tampa Bay? Well, all of it, Cameron. And then obviously...
0: <laughs> Let's be honest... The Instagram game's gonna go off today.
1: I'm really doing a great job. And then you've obviously got the white whale after months of speculation, uh, <laughs> Stamkos told everyone to get fucked and he's staying he in Tampa Bay.
0: I like that he stayed.
1: I don't know about you. Alright, well I, I actually I went I actually went to the effort right, so he's getting sixty eight million.
0: Hey, also, how weird is it that you're laying down and I'm sitting down?
1: Sixty eight <laughs> million? I feel like you're a doctor. <laughs> Sixty-eight million.
0: <laughs> the dude in the chair next to you is like, "You guys are fuckheads."
1: <laughs> Sixty-eight million dollars with our Florida's like estate taxes. So not cheap, but well, he's actually going to net more than he would have going to Toronto. So,
0: Oh in terms of the the terrible Canadian taxation system,
1: exactly right.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: The one wrinkle for me, Ben Bishop's still on the books. he would expect that he's going to get traded by February. Um. So you'd expect that
0: he's going to not be there by the end of the year. So you're well, by, by
1: well, the en- well, Va- emerged this year. He was great. He's a more financially conservative move. And um, well,
0: he's young gun. He can do what he needs to do. Well, give, what give he- us a smile, Cameron.
1: Here's what he needs. Right? Love it. Here's what he needs. He needs the money from Bishop so he can re-sign Kucherov long term. Oh. So um, I could like legitimately, his one for you. There's no reason Bishop couldn't go to the Dallas Stars.
0: Wow. Well, their goaltending does suck, and we've we, how much have we spoken about goaltending being I'm, a I'm very not, I'm serious not even problem?
1: Get into their goaltending; it's, that not it it's not worth it because there's
0: there are millions. There is twenty five other podcast episodes where we've talked about how rubbish the goaltending is in Dallas, so we don't need to go there.
1: Yeah, it's no good. So <laughs> no. basically, yeah, he'll move Bishop by Feb. Vasilevsky will become the number one, and he can use the money to you know bring in some more assets and sign Kucherov long term. Huge! What's going on back there?
0: Oh, I'm just I'm just putting together a nice collage can for, I, for well, our Instagram. Right, how are we
1: looking so far? Oh, that's sweet. It's
0: fucking sick. This will be on the Instagram right now, as of six twelve in the PM.
1: Fantastic! And uh, so
0: let's be honest, Jakey's nailing it. By the way,
1: he's a good. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy. Please me out of it. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about the Predators, the, oh. sma- the Smashville Predators. Cameron, can you see that? Uh, kind of, not really. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go off my phone. I thought you might. Sorry, my um, laptop's hideously small. That's all right. So look, the Predators now have the best defense in the NHL. It's not even close, and if you argue with me, you're a fuckwit. Would uh, you bet a tatty on it, Cam? I would bet a tatty on <laughs> it. Uh, the Saban Weber <laughs> trade nearly broke the internet, and rightfully so. The deal gives the Predators a top four unit whose oldest member is only 28.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. So if eh? you go on
1: the rules of the expansion draft, right, where you're allowed to protect eight total skaters, you don't have to break them into defense or forwards. They can protect Saban, Yossi, Ekholm, and Ryan Ellis with four forwards, meaning that defensive group can stay together till the end of time. That's <laughs> ridiculous. It's Things are going hectic. And they re signed Philip Forsberg six years, six mil a year, which is a fucking bargain. And because they've offloaded Weber's deal, um, that's not going to come back to Biden when they're 40, or when he's 40, I should say. And obviously, they got Ryan Johansson this year. They are now a legitimate threat in a traditionally crowded uh, Central Division.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we've always been big fans here, and I really think that Subban's going to make a huge difference over there. Not only is he an absolute legend off the ice, but I think that his style of play, being that slightly offensive-minded at times when required, will work very well for Nashville. Don't you think, Cameron? I do think. Oh, you can see now.
1: I can see now. Ah, well,
0: see, I'm here for you, Cameron. Thank you. I don't want to touch you, but I'm here for you nonetheless. Well, let's
1: talk about the pred—uh, not the predators, the coyotes.
0: Oh, well, we let off with the news that was that came out early this morning, where Shane Doan signed on again for what season would this be now?
1: Twenty-one.
0: Yeah, which is groundbreaking. I love it. And amazing. I and love it. I'm surprised that he doesn't have that many wrinkles. To be honest,
1: he looks good, man.
0: He looks great. He must what? be working out.
1: Yeah, he must work out. <laughs> he hey, must um, occasionally lift. So back to the Yotes, So, twenty-six-year-old <laughs> general manager John Shaker, he's fearless. Like he knows fearless him, and killing it. He knows he's getting laughed at by the old boys' club, and he but does you know not what, give a shit.
0: Why? I we've we talked about this a lot. I think I back it. I think that he. This is a coup in terms of like the NHL breaking the mold.
1: Are uh, the old boys' club?
0: Yeah, like how many old, sad, angry white dudes are there that are just like. They just don't listen to the young people. And they don't listen to maybe trying something different. They just It's, it's just all greed, Cameron.
1: Well, that's why they're going to get left behind, but not in Phoenix. So Not in Phoenix. He's, and uh, they've
0: got a brown uniform as well.
1: I so. like it. He's re-signed... Um,
0: or is maroon, sorry. L-
1: however you pronounce it. It's uh, Louis... <laughs> lu- uh, what is it? Louis Domingue, uh, which oh, is yeah, a smart no, first I, I, step. Not for me. it's um, going to allow them to move on from the expensive Mike Smith sooner rather than later, which we love. Um, they offloaded their fifth-round pick to Dallas to get Goligoski's negotiating rights, which paid off. Uh, They've stitched him up for five years and paired him with uh, OEL, so they are looking good on the blue line. Want to scroll down for me, John? Um, Obviously, they picked up uh, Datsuk's contract in the Red Wings, but it landed them pick 26. And they used that pick on Jacob Chacroon, who has been flagged as potentially the best two-way D-man in the draft, even though he landed outside the top ten. Um, everything I've seen from this kid looks unreal. I think they found another future stud. Arizona knows what's up. What are you doing?
0: Oh, I'm Instagramming. Excuse me. I'm being 14.
1: Well, look, you scroll down so I can keep this shit rolling along while you Instagram pictures of my beautiful leg.
0: Oh, I'm done now.
1: Um, but look, and then obviously you add those guys alongside Domi, DeClaire, Matt, and Strom. He'll get a gig this year. Uh, the desert's looking pretty legit. So... Cameron. John.
0: Who are the big losers this
1: year? <sighs> Everyone who knows me knows that my favourite thing in the world is the Montreal Canadiens. Wait, is this a sidebar jab the Habs? I'm I'm so happy I, at how badly no. things are going in Montreal.
0: Let's just put it out there. Getting pissed off at P.K. Saban and trading him could oh. potentially be the dumbest slash most hilarious thing to happen through the Habs for a really long time every yes jun- no go?
1: Every journalist in the northern hemisphere has said this is the worst trade in the team's history
0: but like one for one but like
1: they basically <laughs> they basically got <laughs> a player who's entering his prime with a player for a player who's exiting his prime look like Weber is still a w is <laughs> a world class D-man. No one's disputing that. You don't trade PK fucking Saban for him.
0: Yeah, I know. It just it doesn't make any sense. So look,
1: the team, they've got a boneheaded GM, they've got an ass hat of a coach.
0: But wait, 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 wait.
1: They picked up Andrew Shaw though. Well look, <laughs> you Your best player is your goalie, who's coming off major back surgery.
0: Who's probably not going to be right for the start of the season.
1: They've paid overs for Andrew Shaw for six years, even though you've already got Andrew Shaw and Brendan Gallagher. The
0: Blackhawks refused to sign him. And in fact, they couldn't sign him because of the... uh...
1: And opted not to.
0: Exactly, because of the the uh, performance bonus issues that we, we've laughed about so many times, but why why would you spend that much on Andrew Shaw? What is the point? Well
1: again, I don't care about the money. The money's only three point nine million, but it's a term, it's six years, and you've already got another version of him on the other wing. They missed out on Luch, suck shit. Yeah. And Darn. and they're the one team that said, Yeah, okay, we'll pay Alexander Radulov and sign him. I don't Hey, do you know who Radulov's played with before? Oh, Shea Weber. Ah, uh, oh, they don't like each other because he's say, a fuckwit. Yeah, Weber doesn't like him. Yeah. So the defense is older. Their offense isn't potent, and the city of Montreal has legitimately lost a piece of itself. The Habs are fucking corked.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really great to unfold because for a team that started the season so incredibly well last year, who looked like cup destined from week one, like let's be honest, probably not even going to be in the conversation for the next couple of years based on what they've done in the offseason alone. Or what they haven't done. More importantly. Good point.
1: So... Let's talk about the next biggest loser, because this one's close to my heart. <sighs>
0: Is that because it's the Bruins and they blew it?
1: Biggest need. Top Thank four you. defenseman. Was it Did addressed?
0: You, no, not at all. In fact, we spoke about this a lot off-air and on-air about the need to pick up Kevin Shattenkirk. And what happened?
1: Look, the Blues apparently wanted both our first-round picks and Pasternak for him, so I'm glad we didn't. Hey, but... However, we've missed out on every yeah. (laughs) However, we've missed out on every meaningful uh, defender on the open market. And
0: so that means you cook for the next year.
1: And we signed David Backus, who's a thirty year old power forward, for five years.
0: Mad. Great. So no defense, but you can maybe shoot it and fight. Well, here's the thing I really like David Backus though.
1: I really like him, but they've penciled him in on Krejci's wing. Ooh. I don't know if I see him as a winger when he's a natural center. That's what I mean. If they move him to a natural center role, that means they're either going to try and trade Krejci, or he's playing third line center.
0: Why? Hang on. Why which would they makes even no Think about trading Krejci for like what? Why would they
1: do that? Injury prone.
0: Ah, uh, but I don't know. I, I I feel like that would be a silly move for them, Cameron. Well, here's and w- other bees fans who are listening.
1: Well, here's what's concerning. The Boston Brass has said this season's defense by committee, which is code for <laughs> we don't fucked. know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Um, the Bruins haven't regressed, but they haven't improved, and we're not going <laughs> to the... well? <laughs> yeah, keep pace with the Panthers by committee
0: as well. Yeah, they're not going to keep
1: pace with the Panthers, the Bolts, the or the Sabers. So no,
0: nah, you guys are definitely not making the playoffs. And you know what? I hope that they turn around with a few postseason or s- during the season weird pickups. They maybe some of those twos they picked up last year in the in the draft turn out to be sick. Who knows?
1: I think our best shot's the newest one, actually, Charlie McAvoy. Um, I, he could potentially, if he has one more good year with the Terriers, he could pop up and earn himself a spot pretty quickly. Lots and of we, coulds we and maybes We in need that, to though. see big improvement in consistency out of Frank Vetrano as well.
0: Wow. I'm a Frank Vetrano fan. I even know who Frank Vetrano is, while most Beast fans do not.
1: I'm a huge fan of old Frankie boy. Me too. Hey, and f- of the Hayes brother. Yeah. I forget which one. Jimmy. Plays.
0: Jimmy, sorry.
1: Well, you can take the next one, the St. Louis Blues.
0: Uh, well, by... Losing, let's be honest, the captain. Mr. Bacchus. And they lost Troy Brower, who picked up an amazing contract.
1: You should call him by his proper name, uh, which yes. is their no, mighty Morphin Brower Brow Ranger, Ranger. Of Thank course, you. excuse me. But and Brian Elliott.
0: Oh uh, yes. So they lost almost too much. So they're putting all of their all of their eggs into the Sarasenko basket. Why would they do that?
1: Well, he doesn't like Coach Ken Hitchcock, which is But would be it's his last
0: season though, so
1: I wonder if Hitchcock will get fired before he finishes his last year.
0: Well, we talked about this. Remember we were suggesting in our, what was the episode? It was like our...
1: 21 maybe. Yeah,
0: you know, the crazy shit that might actually happen scenarios episode where we're like, well, maybe, maybe this will happen and we should not pick the St. Louis Blues as the team that we're going to hate the most. But in fact, step back and watch it all unfold because it's going to be hilarious. I
1: I legitimately think that they could become roadkill in the Central Division this year.
0: Yeah, well, they're definitely going to be sweaked up like a bike into a truck. Like, it's going to be pretty tough. Like, I love it. Yeah, well, you know, good and bad. So.
1: So do you know what we can talk about now then? Because I don't even want to talk about the Ducks. Fuck them.
0: Ah, uh, yes, because the Ducks are, of course, our most hated
1: team this year. Because, no, Brucey, we're done. Simple as that. So I want to segue slightly. And we want to talk about something a little positive.
0: Sorry, Cameron. I need to move around.
1: Oh, okay. Are you uncomfortable, are you?
0: Oh, my God, Jakey. Yeah, that looks so sick. Oh, my God. You're killing it too, by the way.
1: Stop sounding so surprised. It's almost offensive.
0: No, I'm just telling... I'm trying to keep a little bit of, you know, get up for the boys. You know, a little bit of... P- p- well, my God. A p- little bit of positive attitude, Cameron. Well, look, wh- I'm sorry.
1: While we're talking about Jake, we should segue and talk about his beloved LA Kings for a minute.
0: Oh, uh, Oh, yes. Oh, we haven't written anything, but that's actually good because we're going to speak. I actually have. (laughs) Oh, of course. I'm not going to bring it up. Oh, maybe I can. Maybe I can. can, It's okay. We can just edit this shit out later.
1: Now, look, Jake's a a legitimate Kings fan. Do you know how I know that?
0: Do you have a Kings tatty?
1: And it's near his his dick.
0: Oh, does that mean that people have to look at your dick when you show them? Uh, Yeah, pretty (laughs) (laughs) close. Unreal.
1: So, Jake, how do you feel about losing Milan Lucic?
0: So, Jake is a little upset that he's lost... A lot of money for one year. Yeah. Not just money,
1: you gave up Martin Jones, your future goaltender... Who smashed you all year, by the way. And and your best defensive prospect, Colin Miller, who's now playing for my boys. So, let's be honest... Feel free not to stab me harder as I'm teasing you, by the way. Not
0: hilarious. Well, you know, we're (laughs) really good at armchair GMing, so... Yeah, look,
1: I'm going to look at the (laughs) upside, though. It does free up a little bit of money... That next year, if he can get Brown off the books.
0: Oh, that is a, they have to get him off the books.
1: And you've got Lucha's salary. You could make a splash and pick up someone real sweet.
0: But I will ask this of you, though, Cameron. Yeah? Where's he potentially going to go? Like, Dusty is a huge... Vegas. Cap here. He's
1: going to be the captain of the Las Vegas Black Knights. Wow. Do you know how I know this? The Kings are already booked in to play two exhibition games in Vegas this year. Dusty's going to go... And stay forever. He's going to stay. He's going to do a bunch of coke. He's going to gamble. He's going to love it. Ah, uh, I see, Cameron.
0: I understand. Hey, so I really like talking about LA, but not that much because they're not my favorite team.
1: So what do you want to talk about? I don't know. We've got a bunch of shit we've typed up here, hey. Do you want to do some good news? Let's do some good news. All right. So what we thought we would do, we've had so many cracking moments in this year's season. We, Pretty good. We should be able to see that. I can. We compiled yeah. a list of our favorite, uh, you know, feel good, good vibe moments of the Matt, year. Mad from the
0: top, John Scott.
1: Everything. <laughs> everything <laughs> he touched, John Scott was gold. Everything
0: he was near, just by being alive, was enough to say John Scott is a legend.
1: All star MVP, recent tourist of Australia, Big John Scott, Big Legend.
0: Big VB fan, I right
1: hear. Uh, I think the NHL giving the NWHL. Uh, Curtain-raising game for this year's winner classic was a classy move. Yeah, and, and I, I love seeing the women's game get the attention it deserved.
0: And we are big fans of the women's game, thus
1: leading us to talking about Boston. Side note: It was actually Hillary Knight's birthday today. Ah, captain. Uh, co-captain is it, or captain of the Boston Pride? Uh, I think she's a co-captain. Either way, she's great.
0: Anyway, uh, anyway it's fine. Anyway, she's a legend. So.
1: That's great news. It's not... The next bit isn't great news. Obviously, the uh, spinal the injury the c- that Denna Lang Well, suffered. no, but the
0: community support, the all-round general niceties of the world, people getting around a poor situation, trying to make it better. I think that, it's great. That was it's, good. It's people helping people.
1: Yeah, look, at the end of the no, day, she's, she still can't walk, but I think she'll get there. She's a battler. And, you know, people are still donating and supporting her. It seems like it's trending in the right direction. That's good news.
0: It is good, yeah. Not... The tragic story that led to the spinal injury—that
1: that all sucks. That was horrible. That that
0: sucks. That's right.
1: Um. So,
0: why is Bobby Ryan on here?
1: Because Bobby Ryan scored a goal and some young kid got a puppy because of it, which was oh, fucking that's awesome. Right. Yeah, I
0: remember that. That's pretty funny.
1: It's probably the only good thing Bobby Ryan's done in three years.
0: Because Bobby Ryan hasn't been Bobby Ryan for three years.
1: Bobby Ryan has. Yeah, Bobby Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Ryan got his money and gave up the he ghost. gave up. Yeah.
0: So the seven year old girl getting one day contract with the Rangers was nice well, and the only good thing the Rangers did all year. Look, it's probably the only good Other thing than the, the
1: Rangers. It's probably the only good thing the Rangers have done in twenty years, but know. Uh, um, what?
0: Pulling Lundquist in that game where they scored five on him. That was good. <laughs> that yeah, was good. That was pretty good actually. <laughs>
1: but yeah, giving the seven year old girl the one day contract was quite nice. I liked it. Good news.
0: Yeah. Um so what's up with the Calgary Hitman?
1: The Calgary Hitman in that annual teddy bear toss of the WHL... Who used to play for the Hitmen? My boy, Johnny Boychuck. Yeah. Get hey, p- did I tell you about that time I saw a the Hitman jersey in a pub?
0: Yeah, it's sick. It. it was fucking good. Dude had like, he was huge and Canadian.
1: Love With it. Like a biker. Anyway, but, Um The Hitmen collected <laughs> 28,000 stuffed toys at their teddy bear us. Huge effort for charity. Well done. Yeah, it's good news. Get around the boys.
0: Get around the boys. That's right. Ah, so we've been banging on about this all year, about the LGBT community. This is great.
1: Andrew Ferentz and the Oilers got behind the Pride Tape initiative, raised a bunch of money and a bunch of awareness. Was that a Kickstarter? Uh, I think so, but I want to do a slight little uh, segue shout-out about Pride Tape. They are one of the, um, I guess, endorsers or presenters for Friday Night Beer League Hockey in Sydney, um, which which has been coordinated and spearheaded by um, our friends Andy and Heath at Cheapskate Hockey. And that's kicked off a couple of weeks yeah. ago. And uh, yeah, Cheapskate and Pride Tape putting a bunch of good shit into that league.
0: Speaking of Cheapskate, we've yet to do a shout out. Cool. How dare we? How dare we? Because we're both wearing Cheapskate gear.
1: You can't see me because I'm lying down.
0: Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to touch you because I'm awfully close to your Anus.
1: Anus. Yeah. I but could, uh, could I go? No.
0: That, yeah. That's for another video. But Friday uh, <laughs> Friday
1: night, B League hockey in Sydney is a new thing. And the Cheapskate guys are a big part of that. Get and down there and support it. them. And
0: we're getting behind them. They're getting behind us. Everyone's having a good time. I'm, I wear my cheapskate gear, like, literally all the time. Can it's you
1: ridiculous. guys send me a jumper? It's fucking freezing at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Two degrees outside and just wearing this. Yeah. I look homeless.
1: Jumper, please. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Rude. What else do we got? Oh, former NHL oh. tough guy, Kevin Westgarth. I love him.
0: Yeah. We're, you know, taking on an extended, expanded role of business development and in international affairs. Love it. Focusing on Southeast Asia. Excellent. And Europe. Oh, yes, but mainly growing the game in Southeast Asia,
1: where it is growing steadily with kids in Korea and Japan kicking it up. Really um, interesting little coincidence there. The the Bruins actually had Matt Bolesky and David Pastranuk are in China right now as game ambassadors. See? Yeah. Told you. Southeast Asia is where it's at. Got to get the Asian kids on board. The white kids are on board. Got to get everyone on board. (laughs) It's a global (laughs) game, John. Stop being a dickhead.
0: (laughs) can't do it. Uh, anyway. The
1: Nova Scotian Pee Wee AA Girls League was another banger for the year where they're. Hey, finals, I noticed
0: you omitted the team name here because it was like super long and awkward to say.
1: I couldn't be bothered saying it. <laughs> All I know is the AA no. Pee Wee Girls Championship went to seven overtimes, proving that girls can do anything the boys can do. Probably That's better. Right.
0: Probably better. And wasn't the ref quoted after the game saying, actually, that was totally intense and the hardest game, hardest fork game I've ever seen? And it's Pee Wee.
1: Yep. My God. Pee Wee Girls Hockey, tougher than AFL. That's
0: right. Oh, we're on the last one.
1: The Orlando Solar Bears. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> also, they have one of the sickest unis going around.
1: It's horrible, even it's though I wouldn't wear it.
0: Bullshit. It's all white. It's got a polar bear on it with a sun behind it, and he's wearing, wait for it, sunglasses.
1: All right, I'll get one. <laughs> uh, but, you know it's sick. But they offered up 100K to the first fan who could pop the puck from the red line. First attempt. Someone did it, and they've never offered that initiative again.
0: Um, is that because they blew all their money in the first go?
1: I imagine $100,000 is a lot of money for an ECHL team.
0: I'd imagine it's probably the kind of money they get from six NHL prospects, and they've probably only got six in their team, to be honest.
1: Ooh, that bit stings. It stings? Yeah, a little bit.
0: Holy shit, it looks good. I'm going to take a bit of Can you take a, a
1: photo and show me? A photo?
0: I can. Are, are, you, are you ready?
1: Sorry, are, guys. Are you ready? Brief intermission.
0: Sorry, Jakey's doing some mad work. You have fucking nailed that, Jakey. Oh, my God. That looks so sick.
1: As long as he hasn't put, like, an LA Kings logo in there, I'm, I'm going to be totally fine with it. <laughs>
0: It's probably the giant sailing dick coming towards his head that's probably going to be the most offensive thing, Cameron. It's so stupid. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, my God. Hey, let's let's have a quick Instagram update. Are we killing it? I don't know. Let's have a look. Let's have a quick look. Sorry for the, the part, like, I'm not really sorry, though.
1: You're not sorry at all. So
0: there's, there's more tatties. How are we going? Oh, people are following us. My God. That's me setting up. I'm not sure why.
1: Because you're a horrible-looking human.
0: I have a face for radio, Cameron. There's the first one. Mad. Excellent. Oh God. Hang on, hang on. That's me again. Sorry. There we go.
1: How goes that? People are going crazy. I look like I'm trying to eat a hot dog. You're known for your hot dog eating, I slash am. dick sucking. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no need for that kind of bigoted humor. Don't take yourself down to that base level. Come on, John, you're better than that. Hey, you, you know, know what? No, I'm not. You know what I want to talk about? Uh, are we going to do the baseless,
0: the, sorry, the baseless bullshit banter that we got wrong?
1: Well, we're going to do two <laughs> parts. We talked a lot of shit yeah. this year.
0: How much of it did we get right? Almost none of it.
1: No, we split yeah. we split yeah. it in half and we've highlighted like, our favorite yeah. our favorite most baseless <laughs> bullshit banner and our most valid bullshit banner.
0: Yeah, well, see the thing is well, it's
1: Professional it's, sports are hard to call.
0: It is. And secondly, you know, like, we, we got to come up with content for the show, right? So, so we got to be
1: wrong sometimes. Is, is what you're saying, we often say inflammatory remarks for the sake of getting hits?
0: I would never say that, Cameron. And how dare you for even thinking that that is something I would say. All right, but well, yeah, mainly, though.
1: From the top Stamco's watch, which we banged on about all year was for nothing because he stayed in Tampa Bay. He stayed Bay. in Tampa Bay
0: anyway. Thanks but a lot, Stephen. Watch.
1: Zajac Watch was huge. Remember However, when
0: I said that he would score more points than Sidney Crosby and you are stupid for keeping Sidney Crosby in your lineup?
1: Well, Sidney Crosby went mental, Zajac regressed, and boy, oh, boy, do we have egg on our face.
0: Not really. I thought that was pretty funny, actually.
1: <laughs> it was very funny, but it was completely inaccurate. <laughs> I, I thought
0: it was pretty good. Well, the thing is... There's a fourth Zajac, brother. Oh, God. So we can start the Zajac, Zajac, Zajac watch.
1: Well, here's the other thing, too. During the early season in that lull for the Kings and the Pens, we also suggested a straight-up swap for Crosby and Kopitar. Oops.
0: Yeah, sorry about that.
1: <laughs> On that note, though, given <laughs> that... you're getting a Phil Kessel tattoo. Whilst tatty. I'm getting a Phil Kessel tattoo, we also said that the Penguins' oh, inability... The Penguins' inability to find him the right uh, playing partners made it a bad trade because it wasn't working, moved him to the line with Hagel and Bonino, and boom, the HBK line became the best line in hockey. Whoops. So we were wrong on that as well. Yeah. We suggested we that s- if the Caps fell <laughs> short, which they did, they did, they should consider moving O V and elevating Kuznetsov to the number one Mad Dog in Washington. That is not happening.
0: That will never happen ever. And to be fair, that was you who said that. Not you know me. why?
1: Because you've got no balls, cartilage. Nor does anyone in Washington management. So
0: remember that time you said that the Kings were definitely going to win the cup in 2016?
1: I said there was a good chance, based on the (laughs) even-year logic, because the San Francisco Giants always win the World Series in even years, and I said the same thing would happen for the Kings.
0: I distinctly remember you saying it with more passion than that,
1: but... I was adamant the Kings were going to win the (laughs) cup because it was an even year. Alright, I (laughs) fucked up. I
0: fucked up. (laughs) And you know what? It was totally hilarious and wrong. So who cares?
1: All right, we said the Ducks wouldn't make the playoffs because they started so horribly, but to be fair, no one thought they would come back the way they did, so that's not our fault.
0: True, but no one thought they'd fall apart the way they did,
1: so... We should scratch that one. We're we're better than that. We are
0: better than that. So, the big one for us, and we have yet to talk about it because it is so embarrassing. We spent so much time this time last year talking about how big the trades were and the pickups were with the CBJs. And we talked about how, on paper, it was potentially the best-looking team in the NHL. What happened to that team, Cameron?
1: Columbus Blue Jackets were an absolute dumpster fire. It went nowhere, and they traded Ryan Johansson so that they can bolster their blue line for Seth Jones. We were wrong. Get fucked. (laughs) And we also said the Winnipeg Jets were going to kill it, and that was also rather rubbish. It was. Not as rubbish, of, but They had yeah. a lot of
0: injuries, though. But, and, you know, we're big Perot fans.
1: We all have injuries. Hey, I like what the Jets are doing, though. Re-signing Perot for four years and uh, Mark schiffel for eight. Yeah, and like they, gave,
0: um, they, they gave big uh, Matty Perot a
1: pay rise. I think and he much deserves A pay rise. I like him.
0: And... All from being a third-liner for the Caps.
1: He's not big, but he plays big. I like him. Yeah. But you know what I want to talk about because I'm a positive guy? The things we actually got right, which were very few and far between. The valid bullshit banter.
0: So, oh my God, you can just say this one.
1: All right, Dallas and their (laughs) (laughs) high-octane offense wouldn't win a cup because their goaltending would let in too many goals. That's right. They were letting in too many goals. Letting in. Letting letting them in. in. Yep. They fucked it. It all makes sense,
0: Cameron. I totally get it.
1: Uh, The Caps would choke and fully cook it. Ding, ding.
0: And you know what upsets me, but, you know. Right. So you said very early on that everyone else was wrong, that Dowdy is definitely winning the Norris, and fuck all you haters, and you're all wrong and stupid, and more importantly, nobody cares, Eric Carlson.
1: Yeah, look, I was cares. I've right been ab- I've been abused for most of the season by Ottawa fans telling me I was wrong. I'm not wrong, you're wrong. Exactly. Anyone One and Norris fight me?
0: And I feel like we don't talk enough about his
1: crap beard and how he looks
0: like D'Artagnan the Fifth.
1: Oh, he's got the worst facial hair. He should be Thank run you. out of Ottawa for that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. He does look, he, he does look like a swashbuckler though, doesn't he? He does.
1: He, he does. He,
0: w- he looks like he's pirate ship but he should be flowing in the wind. It, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he makes it exactly. work. Exactly. No, Jerry makes it work.
1: So, so we actually floated a Shea Weber trade late last year. We did.
0: And we said that it was valid, worthwhile, and it should happen sooner rather than later. Yep. So, you know, you can all suck our balls on that one as well. I don't want to drop the mic because I paid for it, but I would be.
1: What else did we nail? Oh, that's right. We tipped an Eric Stoll trade in late 2015 as well. And guess Sorry, what? young tattooist. Excuse me. They did it. <laughs> they did it. And they fleeced the Rangers out of the few remaining picks they had. So again, suck shit, Broadway.
0: Yeah, they've done a really poor job of it, eh? Anyway, we tipped yet another Eric style trade. We were right. Suck it. Nailed it. What else did we get right, Cameron?
1: Uh, I said the Canadian teams would all end up sucking ass. And uh, yeah, we were bang on. Apart from Winnipeg, because I wanted Innipe- uh, Winnipeg to work. Yep. We, we did say the rest of them would blow it and not make the playoffs. And lo and behold, here we are. Hey, but the, f- the Flames gave it a good crack. Yeah, whatever. I'm off the Flames. I don't care. Um, and not now that Brower plays for him. No, yeah, that's true. I do like Brower. Um, You know it. We suggested that the West Coast dominance was coming to an end, and lo and behold, even though the West Conference had more early clinching playoff teams, the East took it home. And in special guest news, old man Josh,
0: who joined us in episode 10 or 11, I think. Maybe even earlier. I don't know. He picked that... His boy Panarin was going to take the colder. and Firstly, I said,
1: let me correct you. It's Panarin. Oh, excuse me.
0: I said that it was Dylan Larkin's to lose and
1: he lost it to a better player. Yep. So that we're going to claim that one because Josh is our friend. So we're going to claim that as a win for us.
0: So suck it. So real quick, whilst we're getting through our segments and how crap they've been all year, let's talk about where would they be and the funny
1: things that we said. Were they funny? I think they were funny at the time. I don't think we'll continue this segment next season. That hurts my feelings because it's the only thing I write all week. No, <laughs> it's pretty good, but I just think there's more we can do now. I feel like we're better than that.
0: Oh, sorry, dude. Excuse me. Sorry. You knew you need to wee, don't you? I knew you did. <laughs> I knew that? we had a. I knew we had a closet Blackhawks fan in the midst. Oh, I no. knew it. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so we said Jamie Ben was obviously a Honda salesman. I would definitely buy a new CRV from that man. I'd agree. People at home definitely would.
1: Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just rattled that there was a closet Blackhawks fan hiding in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) They're hiding in the bushes everywhere. I'm going to grill him about his Hawks knowledge when he gets back. That wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be fair. (laughs) We <laughs> like picking a small child. <laughs>
0: we said that Bernsey was going to be a wildlife gu- wildlife park guide, and he has a wildlife park in his house. You
1: know what? Ovi cooked it so hard in the playoffs. I actually don't even know if he could get a job in the box factory.
0: Oh, he could probably be like the dude who like takes visitors around. Maybe. Oh,
1: tatty update is Jake putting in color.
0: Jakey is putting in color, and let's be honest, it looks fucking unreal. The finished product is going to look so good. It already looks so good now. Are you going to go green on the outside? What are you going to do? Yeah, we will. You will? Fuck. So good. Oh, sorry, Cameron. Does that hurt your... Hurt your oh, it th- stings a little bit. Does it's it? Right. It's all part of the fun. <laughs> Dickhead. Anyway, we said that um, the old Sid would end up being a polo player. And granted, he I stand looks by like that.
1: one. He does look smashing in a polo shirt, though.
0: Pink, white below,
1: Yeah. double popped. You know it. Henrik, GQ man of the year, still valid. Every day of the week,
0: Tyler Sagan would obviously win, take Calvin Harris's DJ of the Year
1: throne. I don't know about that anymore, because now that uh, now that he's not with Taylor Swift, I feel like Tyler can do better and get Tay Tay back. I don't know. I kind of feel like
0: <clears throat> I feel like it's like. Old Man Sagan could do really well as, like, an Elvis impersonator, like, doing, like, a wedding. But, like, more like the friend's wedding, you know?
1: Yeah, all right, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bruce Boudreaux, <laughs> you <know>, that disgruntled <laughs> security guy from Night at the Museum, 100% valid. Oh,
0: Old Man sauce on his face mm. is killing it. Obviously, Jumbo Joe Thornton would be an, a, a YouTube fishing show host slash enthusiast.
1: With his equally tall friend John Scott as a toll booth operator. Of course. But the and best one of the year, because I made now. it into our intro... It did, because we would take all your advice on spike plugs. Shay Weber, <laughs> blue-collar mechanic in a backwater town.
0: We're taking that advice, Cameron. I want to know when to change my tyres. T- tell me if my 1999 Magna needs its oil changed. Does it need its timing belt done?
1: Can we please get to the next segment? Because I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> so tell us how the jabs... The Habs jabbed themselves this season.
1: All right, I've broken this down at the point because this makes me so happy. I'll I'll wait. I'll hold it in after this. After this. All right. So, firstly, long-term injury to Carey Price. Hilarious. Unless we don't celebrate anybody getting injured, the ripple effect it had on Montreal was amazing.
0: Hang on. We don't often celebrate injuries.
1: No, I like Carey Price, so I'm not going to celebrate it. Uh, The disharmony in the locker room was a huge win for me. His oh. poor performance of coach oh. Michelle Therian, who miraculously Excellent. still has a job.
0: How does, Honestly, though, how does he still...
1: Clearly got home movies of someone in management's wife or something. I don't know.
0: Or maybe a couple of fingers in someone in management's wife.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> it's like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> GM Mark Bergevin pulled the trigger on the Saban Weber trade, which Dumb. is the single worst trade in professional sports.
0: It could well be the, the single worst trade in professional sports. And but said We should G- write that. We and should. Sp- yeah. said G-
1: oh, I'll investigate that. And said GM <laughs> whiffed on the Lucic deal. Gusto. And he signed Rajilov. And basically, just for the entire season being one massive clusterfuck, the Habs. No one ruined the Habs more this year than they did.
0: Uh, no. I'll take all of that and up you with the Montreal sports media.
1: Oh. I do like Jonah Kerry, though, so leave him alone.
0: Oh, you can stay out. That's fine.
1: I like Jonah Kerry. Yeah, and he talks so, to me on Twitter sometimes.
0: How cool is it when you actually can communicate with the writers?
1: Well, when a respected journalist with two hundred thousand followers takes the time to say good day, I get around that.
0: Me too. Me yeah. too. Anyway, let's talk a little about
1: our awards. The
0: awards, the big, the big noticeable winners, the big noticeable fails. Well, let's call a spade <laughs> a
1: spade. The Johnny Boychuk Bone Cruncher of the Year is yeah. just a really polite way of saying the best fights of the year.
0: Yeah, and, you know, you would definitely take Johnny's face in and around your nose, mouth, and anus.
1: I would. So, look, I'm going to start off. Mike Fisher gets a point from me for clean knocking out one of Kevin Bieska's teeth in an early season bout between the Preds and the Ducks. Loved it.
0: Which was one of the most watched videos this year, I'm pretty sure. Was.
1: Uh, November 21, Jamie Alexiak from the Dallas Stars pulled an absolute jackhammer on Nick Delorier from the Sabres and he collapsed his helmet. He beat the shit out of him that hard.
0: Yeah. We talked about that a lot on the show. Hey, you know what? How great is it to reminisce about our show?
1: Love reminiscing. (laughs) Uh, Feb 4 of this year, Darnell Nurse gave Max McCormack an absolute tune-up, but the best bit was his dad being videoed (laughs) in the crowd screaming, beat his ass, which was amazing.
0: Well, there's nothing quite like a redneck dad.
1: Well, but the number one fight of the year, October 17.
0: A.K.A. The Business. The
1: Business. Kevin Miller <laughs> gave Joe Vitale the absolute business. He, f- <laughs> he fucked him up so hard that there's still a chance that yeah. Vitale can't return to the ice. Like, properly play.
0: <laughs> he actually, like, knocked the living shit out of him.
1: Well, because he was just offloaded to True. the wings in the deal for Datsuk's contract. And he's still listed as being questionable as to whether or not he can play.
0: Yeah, I think he'll come back, but you know, I don't think he's going to be the same guy. Kevin the Killer you Miller know.
1: Miller time Miller high life. You don't <laughs> fight him, he'll fuck you up. Number eighty six, Boston Beatdown, loved it.
0: Hearing you say that all fucking year,
1: it's just so
0: terrible. Whatever, <laughs> it really is. So the top three. Excuse me, my my face was itchy. The top three Steve Hop dog acts of the week uh, of the year, actually of the year. So. We we got into a little trouble, uh, particularly with this sample. So we've had to change the Steve Ott Dog Act of the Week sample when we do the intros. Yeah, the NHL had,
1: suspended us for copyright breach. The NHL on iTunes nice.
0: had a little bit of a had a little bit of a problem with our overuse. of, Not very uh, nice. of stealing samples from other news sources, and you know. Fair enough. We, we kind of thought that it wasn't going to
1: happen. But it doesn't mean the content's not valid. So, dog one of the year, Alex Burrows. He talked <laughs> wow. mad shit at Jordan Tutu wow. from the safety of the penalty box.
0: And his Twitter
1: and The, shit, the shit talk was rooted around oh. family issues. Which, which I, are a no-go. Which, no-go. I believe, didn't Tutu's brother commit suicide?
0: He did. It was tragic, actually. So,
1: Burrows is a piece of shit for that. And he did it again. Patrick O'Sullivan, who's a former player who now campaigns for... um. You know, mental child abuse issues. and mental health issues. That's right. He wrote him off for being abused as a child. Which is 100% not cool. Triple A plus, scumbag. So, I stand by this. Alex Burroughs, I will fight you if you're willing to fly to Australia. You're a piece of shit.
0: I don't think you could take him, but I would at least get out my
1: video camera and film it. You know what? I reckon I could take Alex Burrows, to be honest. <laughs> You reckon? Yeah, I reckon i him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to take the next one. But I won't need to because Jordan Tutu will beat the fuck out of him this year.
0: So the next scumbag is easy. It's Gary Bettman.
1: Oh, you mean Hitler?
0: Of course. Not Donald Bettman, as you said for an entire episode, you fuckhead. I
1: always hopped up on... Uh, NyQuil. on oh, NyQuil and shit <laughs> that night. That's not my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's what happens when you fist fuck, pound
1: it all for three hours. Well, yeah, and beers. True story.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so him trying to even stop John Scott from being anywhere near the uh, the All-Star game this year was nothing short of a travesty and scumbag. calls for the Scumbag Steve Ott of the Week Award and potential runner-up for
1: Scumbag of the, scumbag
0: year. Of the year. Whilst... Maybe not the worst thing that happened all year, but definitely the most publicized and the most public piece of shit act all year.
1: I just object in principle because John's a great man. Gary's not a great man. Exactly. Gary's a, Gary's a little weasel.
0: But John Scott took it on the chin. He laughed his way to an MVP. He shat all over the system, won that car. Free car,
1: $100,000, you right. be.
0: And is now touring the world playing hockey exhibition matches. So fuck you, Batman.
1: The booze are valid, Cameron. He should probably come over to my joint for dinner, actually. Get around it, John. Dinner, beers, and maybe some schmores. Number one dickhead of the year, the Barclays Center CEO, Brett Yorkman, who told his disgruntled Islanders fans that they should... Just deal with it. ...deal with the (laughs) sightline issues at the basketball-friendly stadium, and if they can't see the game, shut (laughs) up and watch it on their phone.
0: (laughs) That is the most
1: ridiculous thing Especially when you have blackout embargoes on your phone if you're in that so region. you can't even you can't watch it, it. On,
0: in the arena. You can't even watch it. What is wrong with these people, Cameron?
1: The sooner the Islanders get out of Brooklyn and get back to Long Island, the better.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about that.
1: I got one for you, by the way.
0: Ooh, sidebar. I respect the sidebar, Cameron.
1: Well, the Islanders, I, I believe they've got an opt-out clause to get out of Brooklyn, and they might not go back to Long Island. Imagine if they relocated them out west. Oh yeah. well, it's already crowded there, Cameron.
0: Look at the Metro Division; it's it's the biggest division. One it's the one of the two biggest divisions in the league.
1: Seattle Islanders, Portland Islanders, Seattle Islanders. Ooh,
0: <whistles> we're big on Seattle because they've got nothing else to go for
1: them. Well, the Mariners are nothing terrible, nothing so.
0: going on in Seattle. It rains a lot. Actually, here it's lovely.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> what did he say? And don't they have the Boeing headquarters, which is why the basketball team was actually called the Supersonics? There you go. Yeah. Shinfo. Total Shinfo. All right. Legends of the year.
0: (laughs) So the Jumbo Joe Legends of the Year. And let me say, I feel like the Jumbo Joe Legend of the Week Award is potentially our funniest sample because the super slowdown and nasally Jumbo...
1: (laughs) I sound like I've been smoking PCP.
0: Well, yeah... Um, it's pretty, it's got to be our funniest one thus far. So, to get right into it, the emotional-fueled blood clot issues uh, surrounding Pascal Duque's retirement this did year. Did you say Dupuis? It's
1: Dupuis, you I idiot. Said Dupuis. Have some
0: respect for the
1: French-Canadian pronunciation.
0: <laughs> to be fair, you spend so much time bashing French-Canadians. How dare you, sir?
1: That's not true. When I flew to LA, I sat next to a French-Canadian the whole way there, and even when he told me he was a Habs supporter, I was civil.
0: Yeah, so you farted with your pants on?
1: Yeah, no, we we were friends by the end of it, I feel. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs)
0: Slash, you punched him in the toilets.
1: No. I respected his hustle. He was flying home in case Montreal made the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I respect his hustle. Who doesn't? Anyway, Pascal got to see out his final year as a pen by hoisting the cup. Um, Which
0: was lovely, by the way. That was a really nice sentiment. In fact, that could be, depending on... Well, it's the thing that's happened the, the soonest.
1: Well, it made me like Sidney Crosby more for passing him the cup as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're big Dupuis fans.
1: Big Dupuis fans. He'll get a job with Pittsburgh as like a skills coach or something.
0: Well, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. not? Anyway, moving on.
1: Uh, your boy PK committing $10 million to the Montreal Children's Hospital. <sighs> We've banged on about this all year, actually. But
0: All he, damn year.
1: But he's still going to uphold the donation even though he's been moved to Nashville, which makes him an even better dude.
0: And I read some um, local Montreal news and where they interviewed some of the staff from the hospital, where they were talking about how shattered the sh- the kids were, and that how he meant such a big deal to them, that such a big star would come and see them, and that they were worried about the the mental state and the mental health of the students now that PK is not going to be there. Yeah, which is a little worrying, but it's him committing to it and holding up that that uh, the the figure is really cool. Fuck it's you, really
1: Bergman. Cool. Well, yeah. And last but not least, John, you oh. can have this, mate.
0: Oh. Is it a Cinderella
1: story, Cameron? It's the most amazing Cinderella story of all time.
0: It's John Scott, the fearless victory, sticking it... Oh, is that painful, Cameron?
1: Pardon? Is that... Just resting my head for the first time in 90 minutes. Oh, excuse me.
0: Well, it was him, you know, two fingers to the Lord saying, fuck you, power brokers, I've got this. John Scott winning everything, winning the MVP, winning the car.
1: I think the best quote was (sighs) when someone from the league called him and said, "Uh, how would your kids feel if you showed up to His this game. His hands are pretty fucking good, actually. And he hung up and said, fuck you, no one tells me how to be a dad or something. Yeah. What a legend.
0: Everything he's done all year led to the moment where he won the MVP. The moment for me at the end of everything was at the very end of the day, him standing on the ice with the whole crowd screaming, MVP, MVP was just such a huge moment. Not only in professional sports, but it really shows that and the hockey fans can get behind a good cause.
1: Best, best people in the world.
0: When you don't anger them. Well, John, that's pretty much it, mate. Yeah, so the Taddy's doing really well. I mean, I'm sorry, Jake, we didn't talk that much about the Kings, but you've got other things going on.
1: <laughs>
0: Everything looks pretty good here. So, well, I'm going to hit up the old uh, social networks soon, Cameron.
1: Pop a couple of 15-second videos up, mate.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do something mad with a video and maybe maybe get your face on the internet.
1: No, no one needs that.
0: Nobody needs that. What a face for radio. So, this is it, episode 26. For some reason, we're still going. Someone crowdfunded our stupid tatty, which is the possibly the greatest thing ever.
1: A number of big legends crowdfunded a stupid tatty, actually. Yeah, so... All of whom will be getting... A freebie t-shirt. Proper shout-outs and a freebie t-shirt.
0: That's right. So, we, we were actually speaking about this on the way in, Cameron. So, t-shirts and the next thing. The stupid tatty somehow came first. Get around that. Get yeah, around I'm not, Jake n- for nailing it. not
1: sure how that worked, but hey, we're here, right?
0: Yeah. We made it. We're still alive. Somehow we're still on iTunes. Still relevant. Still mildly relevant. People are still listening. Shout outs to the regulars. Um, we, didn't, we didn't we didn't drop a shout out to Ham this week. So there it is. Ah, fuck him. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> there's a dude staring at me like, why are you doing a podcast in a tattoo shop?
1: <laughs> there's a lot of very interested onlookers walking past at the moment. He's
0: a very Well, not very mildly interested onlookers.
1: That dude that just walked well past had the shittiest haircut I've seen all week, <laughs> by the way.
0: Was he a skinny white guy?
1: Yeah, surprise, surprise, such, surprise. Such a skinny white guy. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so that's it. This, I'm John. Hi, everyone. This is Cam. He's getting a tatty. You will see the results very soon. We're talking probably an hour or so. This app will be up online in a day or two. Yes. Because um, I'm a bit of a technical legend. Geez, um, you don't
1: mind a compliment, do you? Love a compliment, Cameron. Is it for me? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Daps adapts.
0: daps. <laughs> daps, daps That's right. Not the daps, but a dap. Mm. A single dap, if the wind was right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know it. So,
0: Cam's getting Phil's mug placed firmly on his... Left calf forever.
1: It's I'm, great. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited. Are you excited, Cameron?
1: I just want. I just want to have a beer with him.
0: Phil, look, we're gonna tweet it to him. Or a hot dog. Maybe maybe a couple of cheeseburgers or ten. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Holy dooly. All right, wrap it up. I want to put my head down.
0: Well, that's it, Cameron.
1: Are you done? I'm done. Mad.